Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. Today we're going to talk about doubts, specifically about Scripture. Well, hello everyone. So, uh, one... Howdy. Howdy, yes. yes Justin is here. Howdy, yeah. Justin. Howdy. Howdy. Good. Uh, just following up from last week's podcast, because it was interesting, because we literally just finished a 30-minute... Not angry or passionate, but animated conversation mm-hmm. where we were both talking through on the coincidence conversation. There were drawings on the whiteboard, oh, basketballs being spun, yes, <laughs> puppet puppeteering, like puppeteering. There's, there's all kinds of going things. So, there. but uh, so here's the thing: like, if you listen to that one, we just want to like affirm like that's a point of us wrestling to understand God. Yeah, and this is one of those instances where I think this works really well because. Me and you articulate that in two very different ways mm-hmm. to get to the same punchline yeah. that there, God is with us on the journey. Yes. God is in control. God yep. is with yep. us. Good. And but, so, it, but so if it came across as anything else, know that that's, that's where it was at. Uh, I don't know how deep. No, no, no. I think, the, I, think, I think what we recorded was fine. It was all the, all the words you said to me afterwards that caused the <laughs> scarring. No, I'm just kidding. But um, we should, really should have recorded that part, but it's okay. Just, yeah. just know like we kind of want to move forward. Um, and really talk about doubts. Yeah, um, was what we originally started with because, uh, but but also know that like as we're talking about the coincidences or uh, you could you could dive deeper into that and go into like the like the free will type conversation. Like we almost articulate that in two different ways to get to the punchline. Right, that God is in control, God is sovereign, and God is journeying with us. So uh, as we do that. Really wanted to jump on today was kind of what I touched on last week, which was I feel like I routinely and I almost think probably yearly, um, and it always seems to come from I'll get a source of information or I'll watch something or I'll hear a question asked that really brings my brain to a doubting point. Mm. And I'm also the type of person that like I will routinely kind of question everything that I believe, like within my head, like I'll sit there and, and there's a, there's a word being used culturally right now. That's uh what is it? Deconstruction. Oh yeah. Or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't deconstructed. You have a deconstructed taco, which is just a crumbled up taco on, <laughs> on your <laughs> no, plate. I'm not talking about it. <laughs> um, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying that like that word has followed through from, from faith to food, right? Like you can deconstruct your faith. Yeah, you can deconstruct yeah. your taco. And so like, I'm not, I, I haven't, I'm not in tune with, with that aspect of the conversation in the world. So if you hear us say that phrase, we're not necessarily associating it with, I think yeah. everything that. Because I think that's associated with a, I think it's been tagged as a movement of some kind. Yeah, but. so you have a lot of folks that are in the faith realm kind of peeling back. Um, and I think, and, and the guys of, of discovery and kind of, of, of learning, they're, they're peeling back, the, they're asking questions. And unfortunately, sadly, what happens is at the end of it, they're probably uh, asking wrong questions, believing wrong truths, getting sources from things that are not God's word and holy and, and, yeah, and I truthful. Think that, I think that's where the and, and now they're going, yeah. you know what? I can, I can kind of believe what I want. I've deconstructed my faith. And, and sadly they're going off into that path. That is not what we're doing here by, yeah, because, by, go, by wrestling with doubt. Because I, I uh, I'm going to say this and you interrupt me. I feel like it's actually healthy to routinely, um, within the guidance of scripture yes. and within a healthy walk with God, like, Re-ask those questions. I've encouraged believers and non-believers. Hey, if you if you have a question, go to God with it. 
you know, go to God with it. Don't yep. go don't go to someone who who says I want to know the Bible. Go to God's word. Go to God with it. Ask him that question. Go, I'm struggling with this. He already knows you're struggling with it anyway. But yeah, ask him the tough questions. He can handle it. He's God. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. And maybe that's a line we need to draw in the sand real quick. Um, because I think what happens is uh, kind of scientific theory method is you come up with a theory and then you prove your theory, right? Mm-hmm. Well, anytime you take that into uh, an unconflicted area where you're not going to like open the door to everything and seek like the absolute truth aspect of it and you're just trying to, hey, this is what I'm trying to prove, so I'm going to prove it. When you yeah. do that within yourself, like you can always find a very credible source in your own thinking yeah, to prove yourself to do what you want to do. And I want to say this right here too, and, and I'm not trying to go again down a rabbit trail, but I think that when we're dealing with God, He's supernatural and there's there's a mystery to Him. And I think that especially Western culture in America, we don't do well with mystery. Like we want to solve oh, no, mysteries. No, no, no. We, we can't leave things open-ended. And so my, my thing is, I think it's okay for us to doubt it's okay for us to wonder. It's okay for us to even question at times. But if we're seeking an answer necessarily that we want that, that makes yep. sense to us, you might not get that with God. Because I think part of it, there is a faith element. Yeah, there it is. There is a trusting Him. There's a surrendering your need to have control and understanding of everything. His ways are higher. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So if you're diving into this and are struggling with doubt, here's a caveat. Here's a disclaimer to say you might not have a pretty wrapped in a package with a bow on it answer to what you're looking for. And I think part of that is not bad. It's not that God doesn't have the answer, but that's a continual push for pursuit from him to go, yep. keep going deeper. You, The deeper yep. you go, the deeper I'll go. And so it's actually a really beautiful relational thing that he wants to build with us. Yeah, so, absolutely. So just know that God is is supernatural. He is, he is not us. So we have to have some mystery, and that's okay. Yeah, and I think when you're talking about you know, I mean, you can take multiple scripture passages, but like, why is there a tree in the Garden of Eden? Like, why did he allow that temptation and for Adam and Eve to have a choice? And it's because he wants a real relationship. Mm-hmm. And so on that end, what we are going to experience, and we've talked about this multiple times before, we're going to experience internal conflict and desires to pull us away. And what God wants to see there is us going no to that desire and actively choosing him because that is love. When we do marital counseling, we talk about, hey, every morning you have to wake up and decide you're going to love that person even when you don't feel like it, Mm -hmm. right? And Mm -hmm. so, I mean, that's really, as we begin this conversation, understand this is not an effort because I am going to get into like some of the things I think that I normally rattle off are going to sound like I'm trying to prove from an extra biblical source that the Bible is the word of God. Mm Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is there are certain things that just click in my brain that help keep me on track to go back to it. But there is always this stop point where I do have to go, I'm taking the leap of faith. Right. And and so I'll say this, you'll probably do more talking on this podcast just because you're self-proclaimed, not necessarily more cynical, but just more, you question the things. And I'm, which is why it's, you know... I think it's good that we have the Bert and Ernie thing going on. Is that uh, okay, Bert? <laughs> is that <laughs> however his laugh? That was terrible. Uh, but I'm more on the the trusting side of yep. that. Like so, <clears throat> so meaning that well, someone can argue with me. Well, how do you know God's word is true? Well, why, why don't you doubt it? Because I've I've made a choice to believe it, right? Yep. And and, the, and and I know that that may seem weak, but the thing is, is if I go, well, this is true, but this isn't. 
then my whole faith and belief system and what the Bible tells me, it falls apart. Like I, I can't cherry pick and believe yep. what I want to believe. The a God of wrath is also a God of mercy. I can't have one without the other. And so yep. I, my, my way of understanding this is just, Hey, this is God's word. It, you need to, and not, and not in a, I'm dumb or I'm, I'm not seeking it out for myself. I do that. And that's part of abiding with him and being in his word. But I also know that there's just that faith element to go. I just have to trust that this is the living word of God. Yeah. And, and I do think that's a gift. And so also if you're listening, you might be one of those individuals that you're, you're gifted in faith. Like, like you have the ability to go like, this is what God has taught. Like, like God has led me in my life and I know that this is true. And that is all I need for the rest of my life is I need to know this is true. And that's it. I'm definitely, for whatever reason, like God created me asking lots of questions and questioning myself. Like I question myself more than, than I do outwardly question other people, even though some people don't believe that. Mm. Cause you know, if you ask questions, you're being mean, whatever, we'll get over it. Um, but I think when it comes to scripture, that's one of those areas that I think routinely I will. And I've, and I've got, and once again, this isn't an apologetics right type thing. Like this is just me kind of articulating, how do I work through this? So maybe there is somebody who is listening going and you don't know much about the Bible, you know, the, the, basically the, the marketing aspect from the world that it like teaches crazy things and it does talk about Jesus and it's got some good sayings in it. But, but, but at the end of the day, like scripture is my catalyst in Mm -hmm. my connection with God, Mm -hmm. so to speak. Like, and here's what I mean by that. When I'm doing my quiet time, um, if I am absolutely bone dry, I start with scripture and it drives prayer yeah. and it drives the relationship. Some people it's prayer. Some people they start with prayer and it drives them to scripture. Mm-hmm. I'm the other way around. So I start with scripture and it just, it brings it. Mm-hmm. And so the scripture to me is a key piece that God has put into my life for me to me to hold on to. And so I routinely want to know that that is it, mm-hmm. that this is the word of God. And let me also say this, within the Christian faith, uh, we have a very, or I'll, I'll say within the Baptist faith, because that, that's us. Mm-hmm. We believe scriptures, God breathed. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a book; it's not just a collection of histories. Like we believe that it is a special the word of God. That that is the main way that God communicates with us. Like if we want to know what God's will is, you go to scripture. That there is nothing else like it. It is it is next level as far as it's it's like the only physical thing we can hold in our hands mm-hmm. and go, this is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And so for me a lot of times I'll sit there and normally here's where it starts. Is my question mark normally forms each year around, well, why is it just this portion of writings from this time in history? Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's normally where my question comes in. And so normally I'll sit there, and and this is what routinely I do. I will start to research. Yeah. And I'll start to look at, normally the first place I go is I go to people that are articles or writings or things that would argue that God's word is more than just from this thing. And here's what happens every time I do that. I go down that road, and I end up with a series of added on beliefs. Yeah, yeah that disagree with yeah. what we know to be scripture. In my in my oversimplified like I like I stated yep. the gift of faith or whatever you said just in my oversimplified way of thinking I go distracted. You're you're already distracted by going and, and researching these things and yep. I think we mentioned this on the last podcast is that you've entered in 
man into the equation. Yep. Whether they're, you're a really smart PhD person or a pastor or an atheist, whatever, you've entered in man into the equation yep. of trying to understand that God is a mystery, right? And 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 you can't. It can't be like it can't be fully. Uh, Resolved, you know. I mean, you can't be he fully. Uncovered. You got to you got to cross the faith line, right? Yep. And and so I think like, and so here's kind of what happens in my head is I normally end up reaffirming kind of my key points that I have in my head, and I'll kind of go over those. So one of those is like anytime I start to read like anything from the apocrypha or um, you know just just talking about other scriptural books that are post written post biblical times, like like essentially like there's a few that are claimed to be around those times, but they get really interesting like very quickly it doesn't I don't know how to describe it it doesn't feel like scripture and it starts adding some interesting elements Mm -hmm. and changes some characteristics of God and so you immediately go like uh this isn't consistent Mm -hmm. whereas when you look at the entirety of scripture like where you build your doctrine or your understanding of who God is and how he relates to man and that this is his word is because of the universal consistency the other thing is is the majority of the time you get to any of these other writings it's one individual that wrote this with no accountability. Mm-hmm. So it's not like written and then passed around to the churches for them right. all to see. It's like a guy walks out of the woods or out of a cave, right. like, you know, a couple of right. them, and they had this one spiritual interaction, and then boom, and then all of a sudden it doesn't make sense. And a lot of times those beliefs get very um, man-centric. Yeah. And if they're, if they're older writings, like yeah. if they're pre- a hundred years ago, they also get historically masculine centric. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like literally, it's like yeah. you can tell a dude wrote this, and yeah. so all the rewards are <laughs> based on right. what a guy would want, and it gets really interesting. And so, that's where it starts. But I think the one thing that when I start to look at scripture and I start to question it, that for me is supernatural. Um, if I'm looking at the more apologetic side of it, is plain and simply this: is the Bible is like the most important book in all of history. Mm-hmm. And it has been manipulated for, for bad things when people take it out of context to make it selfish and people can do that. But the fact that like archaeologists can dig up copies right. that are 2,000 years old and then they bring them and they translate them and they go like, yep, that's what we got. Yep. Like the Dead Sea Scrolls, like that one wrecks my brain. Mm-hmm. Because here's why. Because I don't trust man. Mm-hmm. And part of me goes like when it comes to scripture how has somebody not corrupted this process? Right. Like the printing press wasn't invented until like, you know, 14, 1500. So how how do you have a thousand years where it doesn't get the, jacked the, up? The way that, that that in my brain plays out is that as a believer, my God is living and active and he protects his word. Like that, that, that is yep. his word. It stands the test of time. Yep. And you can have you can have folks go in and go, oh, but what about this kind of like peripheral book that's out there or whatever? Yep. And... We all know the guy who's been on the college campus who who knows God's word, the guy or the girl who knows God's word up and down, and they it's like they just seek out believers to try to destroy them, mm-hmm. and and you try to avoid them because in my in my understand in my uh, story there's there's this, there's been people and I avoid them because I don't feel like I have the wisdom and knowledge of God's word that they do. But they will just they'll go yeah, but what about this? And they'll flip from pages and they'll go, but what about this? And so it's like. Okay, you're you're trying to cause doubt in me, but the piece of that is relationship with the Lord, yep, faith element, and then in my quiet times when I when I crack open God's Word, it's 
God, re- open your word to me. Illuminate your word. Yep. Make make it alive in me. And that, and I think that's the difference. Is you can have someone who's not a believer who who has no idea how to appropriately and properly handle the word of God, open it up and it's words on a page and they're and they're building their arguments. But I think when we go, God. I'm surrendering to you. Yep. Open your word to me. That cha- doesn't doesn't change the words that's on the page, but it changes our understanding and gives us a deeper understanding. And when you're in that place and you're reading through the different books of the Bible and you see this from Genesis to Revelation, this pursuit of God, this narrative, this story of how God has been pursuing us from the beginning, it's mind-blowing how deep and beautiful yeah. and connected that story is. And so, yeah, you can cheapen it <clears throat> Excuse me, by taking it at a surface level and being argumentative and causing doubt and, and, and finding what you think are loopholes or potholes in the plot or whatever. Um, but they're not there yeah. when you look at it. But, and, and on that note, I mean, one of the things, this is going to sound weird. One of the things that's very helpful to me in stepping outside of my Christian bubble are those questions and conversations. Mm-hmm. It's for me to go like, Oh, so people can read the story of Abraham and go, wow, God's evil. <laughs> Right, like people yeah. can read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and be like, "What? Well, he just destroyed all those people." Like, you know, and and me sitting there going like, "Oh, like it's not a, I don't know how to scrape, it, but it's like a light bulb goes off mm-hmm. for me to understand something outside of my my worldview and my culture to go, okay, well now let's have a conversation." Yeah. It almost excites me because I'm yeah. going like, "Oh, okay, I'm getting in, I'm getting insight into." how somebody else approaches this. Mm-hmm. Now let's dig into it. Like, let's dive in. Like, and I want to have the conversation. And really, you know, like kind of, this is the big catalyst. Okay. Like anytime I'm experiencing that doubt, um, and I kind of go into like what you talked about, that distracted fact seeking, mm-hmm. right? Like where you go in and you go like, okay, I need to remind myself. And I try to tie the pretty bow around it where it doesn't require faith type deal. And I can't have those, those hang on moments. The one thing that makes it to where, like, man, I'm never really going to doubt this. Like, I'm going to wrestle, but I'm never really going to, like, step away from knowing that the Word of God, the Bible that's sitting over there on my desk is just a unique, special. And this is where you're going to, like, like, you know, somebody who's listening who's not a believer, you're going to be like, man, that dude's a fruit Loop. I need to find another podcast. And I'm okay with that. Um, but here's the deal. The Word of God is living and active. That's right. And I cannot describe to you the number of times I have sat down and I have read something. And this goes to that coincidence conversation mm-hmm. why we want to have it, right? I have read something that struck me to the heart. And mm-hmm. let me let me add another catalyst to this. And it was not something I wanted to hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was not something I wanted to do. But it was an emphatic and repetitive, not leaving me alone, God pushing me until I was obedient. Mm -hmm. And in that moment, I go, you know what? The person that knows Scripture up one side and down the other for the purpose of disproving Scripture, Mm kind of like what you talked Mm -hmm. about, Mm -hmm. you're reading the Bible to prove your point. Same token, the believer that wants to go kind of the health and wealth route, right? And wants to just or justify their political view or justify the way they're living, and they want to grab scripture and just they wrong. claim to be a Christian, and they're sitting there and they're reading it, and they're going like, "Hey, I'm going to use the Bible to prove this." Same missing the point. Yep. But what always brings me back is how cutting yeah. scripture is on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. The fact that I can walk into a worship service, hear a pastor who spent time with God, feels, feels, and I'm going to use like crazy feeling words, 
feels that this is the passage and this is how God wants to portray it to his people can sit up there and start talking, and I don't know this guy. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he can quote a passage of Scripture that just like, boom. Like, literally, I was praying about that this morning, and now that was answered. Yeah. And I got to go, like, back to that coincidence. That's not a coincidence, because it keeps happening. And the other thing is, is I'm not talking about things that are fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're abrasives. Yeah. Right? God's word brings God's glory. It, it all points to him. And so whether that's through us celebrating the mercy and grace that he gave us through his son, and that and that feels better, yep. or whether it's an abrasive that cuts us to the core and helps us to, re- to realize, I need to surrender less of me, more of him. Yep. Right? But that's what, that is what God's word is and does. And I would say this, is I don't think we can understand God's word without God. No. It's, it's, you know what I'm saying? So like we yep. have to have that relationship. We have to have a right relationship. Yep. You can have a, oh, I know God, and, and I'm supposed to be prosperous, and, and that's not a right relationship with God. Yep. Or I know God's Word. I don't believe in Him. Well, then you don't know God's Word. You, you know what the words on the pages say, but you have your brain, your, your, your soul has not been unlocked to the mysteries of those things that God wants to do in and through you through an abiding relationship. Is well, that, well, is the that Holy, appropriate to say? It, it, that's say? the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit and God's Word working together. And you articulated it really, really well. Um, and the thing is, is like, I think that's where you talked about that unlock. Yeah. Like, that's when all of a sudden Scripture changes, when you're all of a sudden understanding. And we say this phrase, and we've said it like 17 times right now on this on this podcast each, God's Word, and we forget what that phrase actually means. Mm-hmm. Like, this is God's Word. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, th- you think about, like, a soldier writing home to his wife a letter from war, and she's reading the words of her mm-hmm. husband, whatever. Like, amplify that. This is God's Word. Like, you hold it, and you read it, and it, like, it's just, boom, mind blow up, <laughs> right. right? Right. At that point, it's like, wait a minute, why am I not making time for this? <laughs> right. Right. Like, why is this not, like, a central point of my day? Why do I let schedule and everything get in the way? And all of a sudden, like, so let's go through this journey. Like, so we started with the questions and the doubts and the creepings in and everything. And all of a sudden, we're at a point where, like, well, now we've done into this and we've taken the faith leap. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like, we're sitting here having this conversation. And I'm like, nope, no doubt at all right now. Yeah. Like, I am on board. And right. actually, I just want to end this podcast and go pick up the Bible <laughs> over there. Because, yeah. you, know, you know, and I think that's that's where we want to go with this. Yeah. You know. I, I think that there's, it's okay to question and I, and I think we could get into a whole different podcast on doubt versus questioning. Um, mm. I, I think I think we could. I think there's enough there that you could you could argue the two or wrestle between the two. I think that um, when we go to God with our doubts, He is faithful to relieve and remove our doubts of His sovereignty and who He is. I think mm-hmm. if you truly go to Him, you will leave from there knowing that He is God. If you're a believer and you already know that, I think it is healthy and a good thing for us to wrestle. And to always have an answer and to always keep going back to him. Because I think in that wrestling, we can easily get prideful. We can easily start thinking with our mind and not his. And that's where the wrestle comes in to go, I'm not sure about this. Let me go back to God. And like you said, he'll chisel that away. He'll go, nope, I'm going to debunk all that. And I'm going to give you the answer or I'm going to give you clarity on that. And so I think the wrestling is a good and healthy thing. And I think that we need to be doing that from time to time. But again, 
diving into God's Word, wrestling with it. We have to do that from a right place of asking God to work and move in us. Well, I mean, once again, when it's when the relationship's there, when yes. you understand, and you know, I'm, basic gospel, that you are born rebellious from your Creator, mm-hmm. and that He came down in human form, never did anything wrong, and then was destroyed, murdered in your place, and then rose again, and all of that was done... Obviously to glorify him, number one, but so that you could have a relationship with him and have eternal life. Right, right. And then you go, and this is his word that tells that story. Right. It completely changes. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're submitting to his word yeah. instead of manipulating That's, his word. Amen. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you listening. Once again, if you'd love to reach out to us, it's matt at richfork.com or justin at richfork.com. Uh, thanks for listening, and we will see you next week.